Happy Monday, everybody. February 26th, 2018. It is currently 6 o'clock in the morning as I'm recording this. Very excited. I just got done listening to Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast. If you're listening to me, I highly encourage you to subscribe to his podcast as well, The Gary V Experience. Super, super good. And he's talking about his strengths and weaknesses. And what I loved about that is I realized I have many of those characteristics, which made me feel so, so good listening to that, knowing that he's 42 years old and I'm 26. With a little bit of patience, I can do this. Very excited. I'm glad that uh, I possess some of the characteristics that are important to that of the greatest social media influencer who's ever lived. And there's a big market out there for many, many more. We're also going to talk about the American dream today and chasing it, because I'm chasing it. A lot of people don't know this, but I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not uh, a CEO of Joseph Fleck Incorporated. I'm a guy who wants to make something of my life in this world that we live in. And if you feel like you're that person as well, keep listening. Looking to take your success to the next level? Want advice and tips for personal development? You're in the right place. Welcome to Not The Average Joe Show with your host, Joseph Fleck. All right, guys. So welcome to another edition of Not The Average Joe Show. I believe this is episode number 15. Wow, that's crazy. I've done 15. I'm changing things up a little bit today. We're going to go back and talk about... The American dream. Because for so many of us around the world, the American dream is real. It's something we chase every day, me included. And it's interesting, you know, people in other parts of the world still chase the American dream in their own country that they live in. Because we've built movies and mantras and we've built this ideology that the American dream is real. What is the American dream? Well, if you think about it, you know, it's about starting from nothing, working your ass off, and through patience and perseverance, prospering and winning at the pursuit of happiness. But for so many other people, that's not the case. They never reach the American dream. But to me, I like to think of the American dream differently. I like to think of it as the journey and not the destination. Because how great is it that I'm 26 years young, I'm healthy, I have eyes to see, ears to hear, I have hands, and I've got a mouth. And I live in the greatest country in the world. I live in the best city in the world, in my opinion, of course, Los Angeles. I mean, you can't get much more uh, involved in the American dream as being in your 20s, healthy American boy who is in Los Angeles fighting and grinding out to win whatever that is. Because for everybody, it's differently. And you damn well don't have to be an American to live the American dream. 
There's so many stories of immigrants coming to this country with nothing and being everything after a while. Gary Vaynerchuk is one of them. He was born in the Soviet Union, came to the United States at three years old. Now he's huge. There's so many. Elon Musk, need I say it? If you don't know who Elon Musk is, I will block you from <laughs> my channel. No, not quite. I need you. Um, but the American dream is something differently is something different for everybody. And it's not a dream, it's a people. It's a community, it's a group, it's us. We are all the American dream and we're all living it to find the pursuit of happiness. We are all in that pursuit of happiness. But what's interesting about the pursuit of happiness, have you ever watched that movie with Will Smith and his son? Great movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. It portrays something I don't agree with. It portrays sadness and depression as you make the journey to being rich and successful. To me, and, and to many others, Gary Vaynerchuk actually will agree with me on this, the pursuit of happiness is, you need to rewrite that because I am loving and I'm so happy to be here pursuing more happiness. I'm happy as hell. I love my life. I take it for granted sometimes as well everybody else does. But at the end of the day, I am so excited to get up and chase something. A couple episodes ago, I played that clip by, um, by Matthew McConaughey when he talked about chasing himself you know five years ahead so uh, at 20 years old he's chasing 30 year old himself and he'll never reach to be that person because he's always going to be chasing somebody and for so many of us I believe our dreams die and we part of us dies when we stop chasing something when we stop chasing our dreams and goals and aspirations a lot of us who are probably not well educated with entrepreneurship or that lifestyle looks at Mark Zuckerberg, for example, and goes, why doesn't he retire? He's one of the richest people who's ever lived. And he still is the CEO of Facebook. He still works for Facebook. Elon Musk is worth over $22 billion. Why doesn't he retire? Because money doesn't matter all of the time. What they're doing means more to them than money. You know Elon Musk actually gets paid minimum wage between Tesla and SpaceX? And he said it in an interview, I don't need the money. I can buy whatever I want. I want to make a difference. And we forget that sometimes. That's something I forgot. Last night, driving home, I forgot that there's more to life than money and making money and pursuing money. It's in the Bible. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. So, I'm making a change this week to pursue something other than money. 
I want to pursue legacy. I want to pursue changing people's lives for the better. That's all I want to do in this life. I want to help people. I want to influence others to take a chance. And I'm definitely not one to talk because I get scared. I'm not a big risk taker. But by helping others, they'll help you in return. I believe that that reciprocates. That love and help reciprocates. You help me, I help you. We're going to reach the top together. But I can't do it on my own and you can't do it on your own. There's a good story of uh, the, these two guys that were camping. And it was a very dangerous area. There was cougars and mountain lions and uh, bears and snakes. So in order to survive while they were camping, they had to uh, one person sleep, the other person stay awake and guard outside the tent. Otherwise, something would get them and their lives would be over. But because there was two of them switching, taking turns, helping each other, they survived. <laughs> And they went home. Sometimes it takes more than one. Two is always better than one. Whether that's a partnership at work, a marriage, a pet. <laughs> my cat's actually on my lap right now giving me love because she hasn't seen me all day. And it's interesting to think that this animal who doesn't know a thing of you know, my love for her, probably. She's changed my life, in a way. She's she's changed the way that I... My happiness. I come home, I have something to look forward to. I have something at home that loves me. And that oftentimes drives me nuts. But, you know, the same goes with children or parents or your loved one takes two sometimes you can't do it on your own but there is one thing you do have to do on your own and that's the dream your vision your goals your future that is yours you're born into this world alone you're gonna die alone nobody's gonna die with you nobody was born with you there's some things in this world that are just yours <laughs> just mine and it's different for everybody right that's why not everybody is successful because there's a, a good Les Brown saying that says if it was easy everybody would do it right if there was a key to success everybody would be successful it's not that there's no key there's definitely a key to success it's just different for everybody I, I often talk about um, the motivational speaker Nick Vujicic, who has no arms and no legs, and, you know, he talks about living a life uh, with no limits, even though he's nothing but a torso. What am I supposed to do? Cut off my arms and legs so I can join him in being a successful um, entrepreneur and, and motivational speaker? No. You know, in a, in a way, you could say I have it better than him. I have it easier, maybe, but I don't think that's entirely true. Because so many people are successful based on their weaknesses. For me, being successful in anything that I do and my success is up until this point of 
the amount of happiness I have and, and where I'm at today in my life, I'm very happy and grateful. But that comes from a very dark place. That comes from a place of depression and, and contemplating suicide. And it's different for everybody, right? I mean, there's inspirational people out there who have lost arms, legs, eyesight, hearing, you name it. Helen Keller, one of the greatest inspirations of our time. She's famous for being deaf and essentially mute and blind. She used that to her advantage. Use your weakness as your advantage. For me, again, it comes from a dark place. And I'm not saying that to damper the mood. Because <laughs> uh, I'm very happy. I'm excited and reflecting back on, you know, honestly, if my life would have ended four years ago, three years ago, I have this opportunity now. What am I going to do with it? So find your why. Sometimes it's something in the past and something, sometimes it's something in your future. But the pursuit of happiness is different for everybody. So find out what works for you and kill it. <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk says, double down on your strengths. So many people try to even it up by, um, you know, working on their weaknesses so they can even the playing field and grow. And Gary's got a brilliant point. Screw your weaknesses and double down on your strengths. Because Gary Vaynerchuk was a terrible student. He, he talks about failing. He was a D student his whole life. But he's an A entrepreneur. Because sales was his strength. School wasn't. I can attest to that. <laughs> I'm a D student as well. But I don't give a shit because I don't believe that being an A student means you're successful. There's plenty of A students who graduated from Harvard who are in prison now for life. Right? Find out an opportunity that you were handed. Be grateful and go after it every day. It's exciting stuff. We live in an amazing time. I mean, I, I'm in my 20s and not realizing this at the time, I can look back at the last 10 years. Not even, well, let's say the last 18 years, okay? It's 2018. So from 2010, I'm sorry, from 2000 to 2018, what has happened? A monumental shift. Insane things have happened. You know that the iPhone is only 10 years old? What was life like without the iPhone? MySpace and Facebook didn't exist 18 years ago. Social media was not a word 18 years ago. Now, there are kids who are 17, 18 years old making millions of dollars online from posting videos. You don't have to be a Hollywood star. You don't have to be... Uh, have a dream of going to Hollywood to make it big. You can, but there's so many other avenues now to be famous or be an influence. And you can do it from the comfort of your own home, like I am. My brand, Not the Average Joe, was built on an iPad in two and a half hours. And every week, I'm gradually growing my audience into something, hopefully, one day, big where I can influence others 
to do the exact same thing. And it's unfortunate, you know, for, for kids now who are in their teens, you know, they don't realize this because they don't know what life was like before technology, before social media. They grew up with it. But what's next? Who is next? Who's going to be the next Mark Zuckerberg? You know, we always look up to these idols of ours, you know, Zuckerberg or Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk is my favorite. Um, whether it's a basketball star, football star, musician, I know Beyonce is big, right? <laughs> For everybody, you look up to them, but here's the thing I'm looking and thinking, okay. In 20 years, when they're washed up and nobody remembers their name, who then will be that that the it guy or it girl? Who's going to be the next Beyonce or Lady Gaga or Justin Timberlake or Marshawn Lynch? Who's going to be the next? They very well could be at your very own high school right now, about to graduate high school and figure out what they want to do with their life. Like... Life doesn't move for us. We make life. Elon Musk says, you know, that people think that technology is just there, that it just, it, it happens and it just moves and gets better over time. No, it's what people do to make technology better. Do you think this iPhone 10 that I have in my hand that recognizes my face when I walked up, you know, when I just look at it and it unlocks, like, People designed that. It took effort. It didn't just happen. And we are graced with the ability to purchase that and use it every day. You got to think outside the box. Think outside the box and you'll be changed forever. It's very interesting. I want to read. I'm actually, for, for a lot of you that don't know, I'm actually reading a, or writing a book. Um, I've kept it kind of a little bit of a secret, but I'm excited to tell you about it. If you don't mind, in the next few minutes, I'd love to uh, read to you what I've got so far. And uh, so this chapter that I was writing, it's actually chapter three. I want to talk about it. It's called Be Selfish. It's all about thinking outside the box. So here, let me read this little bit of this for you. Um, Chapter three, Be Selfish. Steve Jobs' mantra for his life was think differently. Those two words that he lived by is what made his legacy a household name for generations. What I love about writing this book and how I live my life is that I strive to think differently. We live in a world where we're taught to be selfless, be mature, and be empowered. And while you should be all of those things, here is all the reasons why you should not be all of those things. Because I've already talked about why you shouldn't grow up. But now let me explain to you why you should be selfish. See, this is probably my face, my favorite chapter to write because I'm all about perception and seeing things from outside the box. Trust me, it's way more of a skill than a gift. From birth, we are taught to stay within the lines, from coloring books to the lanes we drive in. We live a life of controlled patterns. We grow up to go to school like everyone else. We graduate with everyone else. We get a good job like everyone else. And we get married and have kids and buy a house. You guessed it. 
like everyone else. So why should we think differently? Why should we be selfish? I'll get straight to the point. If you look at influential people such as Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, or Les Brown, they're all very selfish for the best reasons. We are taught not to be selfish, and I believe in a way that is wrong. There is a way to be selfish for the right reasons and the wrong reasons. Again, thinking differently, I know that Tony Robbins takes extremely good care of his mind and body. Tony's morning routine is extreme, filled with meditation, personal reflection, and self-love. Why? So he can turn to help others live a fulfilled life. I don't know about you, but I appreciate that. I remember back when I was about 17 years old, I was going to high school full-time, college full-time, playing varsity when I was a, and uh, and playing uh, yeah, playing varsity baseball and working a part-time job. I was doing all of these things because I wanted to make my parents proud. <laughs> Growing up, I was influenced to finish high school at 16 years old and graduate from college at 18. But once I fell behind, I found myself selflessly trying to catch up, which ended in a few days in the hospital with a horrible case of the bird flu. Or I'm sorry, not the bird flu, it was the swine flu. That ordeal ended up costing me big time. I had to drop out of some of my college classes. I was demoted from the starting lineup in baseball, and I almost lost my job. All because I wanted to make my parents proud and happy. Deep down, I didn't want to go to college. That alone would have helped me stay healthy. If I had to do it again, I would have been more selfish and lived my own life at that age instead of trying to mature at a pace I couldn't keep up with. I wish I had been more selfish. Feeling like I was close to an over-exaggerated death by flu... It was a wake-up call, because from that moment on, I would do things my way. It ended up costing, excuse me, it ended up being the best thing I could have done, and probably the reason I am able to write this book. So if you want to help others in any way, shape, or form, you must take care of yourself first. Think of it like being on an airplane. Before takeoff, the cute flight attendant demonstrates the oxygen mask in the event of an unscheduled landing. You always put your oxygen mask on first before you can help others. By now, you probably are thinking that I'm a hypocrite, which I would firmly agree with you about. These philosophies are things that I have observed and are implementing in my life every day. Unlike other authors talking about their journey, I know mine is not finished. Remember that you're going on my journey with me instead of me talking about how I got to the success of where I am today. Gary Vaynerchuk is more healthy at 42 years old than I was at 20. He tells his story that when he reached a certain age, he knew it was important to take control of his health. Why? I can't speak for him, but I assume so he can live a long life for his kids, his family, his fans and himself he like many others chose in one way to be selfish 
for others. So that's what I've got so far for this book, um, or chapter three anyways. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for listening, and I hope this helped you a little bit. Don't be discouraged if you're following this American dream and you feel stuck and lonely. Everybody, whether they'll admit it or not, is on a similar path as you, but different. Just keep going. Like Dory says, just keep swimming. And we're going to be all right. Until next time, my name is Joseph Fleck. I love you all, and have a magical week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Not The Average Joe Show with your host, Joseph Fleck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit NotTheAverageJoeShow.com and Facebook.com slash NotTheAverageJoeShow. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Not The Average Joe Show.